Hello, and welcome to Talking Trust with BBB. I'm Laura Blankenship. And I'm Ashley Gibbard, and we are the marketing team from Better Business Bureau, serving Eastern Michigan and the Upper Peninsula. It's that time of year again. The holiday shopping season is here. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, though, more people have turned to online shopping rather than going to brick-and-mortar locations. With that increase in online traffic, it's also increasing the amount of online purchase scams. But we're learning the increase in these scams have actually been happening for quite some time. Back in August, BBB Institute of Marketplace Trust released the 2020 Online Purchase Scams Report. This report examines why online purchase scams have been ranked in the top three for riskiest scams over the last three years and how COVID-19 has increased the risk even more. Here to speak with us more about the report is the Executive Director of BBB Institute for Marketplace Trust, Melissa Trumpauer. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us today, Melissa. Hi, Ashley. Thanks for letting me join you today. I'm, I'm pleased to be here. We're happy to have you. So first off, can you just tell us a little bit about what the BBB Institute of Marketplace Trust does? I'd be happy to. BBB Institute is the educational foundation of the International Association of Better Business Bureaus. Um, what we do is we partner with BBB serving communities across North America to deliver programs that help us achieve our mission of fostering a trustworthy marketplace for both consumers and for businesses. Um, we actually have a website you can check out. It's bbbmarketplacetrust.org. You can find updates there, learn a lot about our programs. But just to give you a quick snapshot, we manage a wide range of programs to help us achieve our mission, um, which is to empower consumers to protect themselves from fraud and also to spotlight the work of trustworthy businesses. Just a few examples are, for example, Digital IQ, which aims to keep people safe online, BBB Ad Truth, which teaches consumers how to detect misleading ads. And then, of course, we have BBB Scam Tracker, which is one of our premier programs. It's an online consumer reporting tool that allows consumers to report scams and determine if they are, in fact, actually experiencing a scam in real time. In fact, in 2019 alone, we estimate that we helped people avoid losing $42 million because they were able to figure out in real time that they were actually experiencing a scam and to be able to basically get off the phone, get off, get offline, whatever it was they needed to do, it helped them avoid losing that money. Um, the other thing that's great about Scam Tracker is the data allows us to do in-depth research. And so we're able to, to really identify new scam trends and, and really dig deep on what are the riskiest scams facing consumers today. Um, and one of the things we do is we use what we call our BBB risk index, and we look at three different factors to determine the risk of certain scam types, and that those three factors are exposure, so how, um, how prevalent is a certain scam type in the mar marketplace, susceptibility, which is how likely is it, are you gonna lose money to a certain scam type, and the median dollar loss, which is how much money, if you do lose money to a certain scam type, how much money are you likely to lose? And so we do this every year. We put out um, research every year. One of them, our main research reports is the BBB risk report that comes out um, every year in, in March. And this year was unique. 2020, as we all know, was really unique. We put out three reports this year um, because we realized soon after COVID hit that we wanted to take a a deeper 
a deeper dive into some of those scams that pose bigger risks to people just in general, but also because of COVID. And the, the two reports that we did this year, in addition to our risk report, were employment scams and then also online purchase scams, which um, is why we're here to talk today. So I'm happy to be here with you today. Absolutely. And we're so happy to have you. Um, since you just mentioned, you know, the online purchase scam report, can you just give us some highlights of what you were finding there and what made you decide to do this specific report? Yeah. So as I said, when we when we put out the risk report in March, um, we realized very quickly soon after a COVID hit, everything shut down. Um, businesses were were shutting down, people were losing their jobs. Um, and, and really the, one of the biggest impacts was people were going online and doing everything online, not just their jobs, but they were also shopping online more. And we all know that risk rises when you're online, you're more likely to lose money to scams that are perpetrated online. And so we decided um, not just to look at employment scams because of um, the increase in those types of scams online, but also to look at online purchase scams. We recognized that people were being forced to go online to do a lot of their shopping and, and to do a lot of other things as well. So that was the reason we decided to take a closer look at specifically at online purchase scams, but also there's been a, a huge rise um, over the last five years in this scam type. So um, it's been a concern of ours all along. And then this year, you know, we realized it was even more of a concern because more people were going online. So the growth continues in the scam type. Um, they're very, they're, they're the most common type on all the scams that we're tracking. So for example, in 2015, online purchase scams comprised just 13% of those scams where people were losing money. So far in 2020, when we pulled our research, they comprised 64% of all of the scams where there's a monetary loss. So there's been a huge increase in the last five years, um, and then this year we're seeing we're, we're seeing that increase continue because of the fact that people are spending more time online and doing more of their their shopping online as well. Right, and that's unfortunately something that we hear about every day, and to so see all of that put into a report, it's just eye opening for sure. Um, so, what would you say is the most common form of an online purchase scam? Is it coming from browsing through social media, those advertisements? Is it through searching for a product and having a site pop up on a Google search? What would you say is the most common? So in terms of what we saw with our findings, we found that um, without getting into the where somebody was, was searching, we found that 73% of those who submitted a online purchase scam report told us they paid for a product but didn't receive it. So predominantly what's happening with this type of scam is people are paying money for something that isn't that isn't real. So they're going to a fake website. Somehow they're getting lured in. Um, but one of the things we did find is, you know, how are they searching was a big thing we wanted to understand. We did find that how you search for an online product um, has an impact on whether you'll lose money or not. So one of the things that we, we found was those who were actively searching for something specific were more likely to lose money than those who are casually browsing. However, I don't want to um, make it sound like you're not at risk if you're just casually browsing because that's not the case either. Um, a few key findings that I want to highlight. Um, number one, do your research. 
we found uh, one of our, one of the findings shows that out of those who did not research a website or this business online with a third party source, 81% of them lost money. So that's a critical finding. No matter where you are and how you find this offer, please spend some time and go to a third party to find out if it's real. Another key finding in this report is offering an attractive price is one of the top motivating factors for people to actually go ahead, make that purchase, and then lose money. Um, so I wanted to just reiterate that if you are browsing on social media, you know, you do need to be careful. If you're just browsing on the internet and not really looking for something, you still need to be very careful because you have to, we have to remember that the, there's a lot of marketing tools available to people who are putting things online and that includes scammers. <laughs> so it's important to understand that they have access to those tools to find out what your, what your purchasing habits are, what it is you're, you're searching for. Um, and then you, when you combine that with a really attractive price, then it makes you very um, vulnerable to losing money. So uh, what I would say is to remind everyone to just, even well, if you're, so, you're on social media or Google or whatever it is, if you're just casually browsing and you see a great deal, be very careful, proceed with caution and do some research on it before you act. So the study also found that the riskiest product to buy online is a pet or pet supplies, followed by motor vehicles. We definitely saw an increase in puppy scams since COVID started. Um, what makes purchasing these specific products online so risky? The one thing that we have to remember about scammers is that they are able to adjust to the times and to the, you know, whatever's happening to everybody, what's in the news, they're going to adjust to that. And one thing that was really interesting that we found about pets and pet supplies and also motor vehicles is that attractive photos was another critical factor that a motivating factor for people to go ahead and make a purchase and then lose money. Um, so what I would say is if you fall in love with the, a cute puppy online or this perfect car that looks great and there's a great price with it, just be really, really careful and do some research on that because scammers have found success in using photos to get people's interest and get people to act. Another thing that they're, they're always doing is they're saying there's a you know, time limit on how quickly things are going quickly, so you have to act now. If people are pushing that, that notion that you have to act quickly, that's another thing to be wary of. Um, I would say stop, pause, do some research. Um, another thing about this year that was interesting in terms of products being used to perpetrate scams is that, you know, 2020 is the year of COVID-19. We did find in the research that scammers started to really play on COVID. They found that um, they started to use hard to find products. We all know that soon after the pandemic hit, it was really hard to find masks and toilet paper and wipes and all of those kinds of products that were, there was not a lot available in stores. They were putting those, those offers out online because they knew people needed them. We also saw an increase in fitness goods, believe it or not, but I think that's because people were, you know, not going to the gym like they normally were. They were looking for workout gear they could use at home. So this is a great example. I think that the important takeaway in terms of types of products is just to remember that scammers are constantly changing their tactics based on what's happening in the news, what the most popular products are, what's in demand at the time, and also new technologies such as social media. And that's why our research is really important. It allows us to kind of stay on top of what 
scammers are doing and what their latest tactics are. And that's always so important. Um, so who is the most susceptible to online purchase scams and why is that? Has that changed any over the last five years? You know, I don't know that it's changed a whole lot. I would say that the, the riskiest age bracket for folks who are most susceptible to this type of scam are ages 35 to 44. And this may be related to the fact that these ages are spending more and more time online, but they're also spending more money online. And I think that this type of scam really is reflected in all types of scams. As with all scam types, younger people are more susceptible to these scam types, but older people tend to lose more money when they fall prey. So, um, and I think that that's across the board with all scams. Um, women are more likely to lose money to these scams than men, but men lose more money when they do fall prey. Men lose more money to these scam types. Um, another group that is more susceptible to online purchase scams are military consumers. Almost 10% of all reported online purchase scams came from military consumers and veterans. Military consumers are more susceptible overall, with military spouses and veterans more likely to lose money to online purchase scams than non-military consumers. And even more concerning, all military consumers actually lose quite a bit more money to these scams than non-military consumers. So I think um, the findings for this type of scam, um, they're not really all that unique compared to the overall findings for scams, other than the ages 35 to 44 seem to be the, the key area people really need to be concerned about. But I think in, this, in terms of this type of scam, really everyone needs to be careful because everybody's at risk. Yes, absolutely. Um, but do you know why those specific groups are more susceptible? Have you um, had any research into, you know, what's making military wives more susceptible? What makes men more susceptible? And why is it that um, those who are 65 plus are losing more money? Yeah, so I mean, I would say in terms of um, age, you know, I think what we find is that, um, and we're, we're kind of, we don't have, I can't say the research is pointing this out, but we can draw some conclusions that older people have more money available perhaps. So overall, with scam, any kind of scam type, we find that older adults, they're, they're, and especially with online purchase scams, we, we you know, think that older people are not necessarily spending as much time online as younger people. Um, however, when they are, they're, they're more apt to lose more money. And there, I think, um, so we, we can sort of pull out and sort of make some assumptions. Younger people probably spend a lot more time than, than the average person online, but, but they probably don't have as much money to spend as somebody who's middle-aged or older. So those are the kinds of things. And I'm, like I said, I don't know that our research specifically pinpoints that. I think those are things that we can sort of make some general assumptions about. Um, I think there needs to be more research done. Um, I don't really know, as far as military consumers, military consumers in general are more, more vulnerable to all types of scams. Um, we actually did a report last year specifically um, on military consumers to take a closer look. And we, it seems to be that um, they, they get targeted more by scammers. Um, and then another thing that, that's um, an issue for, for military consumers is that they're moving around a lot. Um, and so there are certain areas where they're more likely to lose money than others. Um, 
we found, for example, employment scams were a big issue for military consumers as well, because military spouses in particular were always trying to find jobs in the new locations. And the, when they're when they're moving as often as they do, that can be really challenging. And they're all, often looking for those online jobs as well. And so I would say the same thing with online purchase scams. You know, they're doing a lot of things online because they're they're moving. Um, so they they get used to that. They change location periodically. So that may be one of the reasons why they are more susceptible. But like I said, military consumers are more susceptible for a lot of types of different scams, not just this particular type. I know you've mentioned some tips to keep in mind throughout our conversation, but is there anything else you would like to add in terms of tips and what to be on the lookout for? Yeah. So I would say, first of all, um, the research report you can find at bbb.org slash online purchase scam. There is also a consumer one pager that goes, through, it has a whole list of things that, you know, prevention tips that all consumers can consider that they should, they should keep in mind. I think the number one thing for all scam types, but particularly for this is for online purchase scams is to proceed with caution. If the deal looks too good to be true, it probably is. So if the price is really great and it's exactly what you want, just proceed with caution and do your research. Another thing to look to consider is to remember that there it's much easier today to create a professional looking website than any other time. So it's it's not that difficult for somebody to put something up that looks pretty professional. That doesn't mean that it's legitimate. So people should take time to really look look closely at the URL, check the age of the domain. If it's a brand new website that's been put up in the last year or so, you know, that's something to be concerned about to just do additional research on. Is there contact information on the website where you can actually get a person to talk to you? Um, that's something to be to be concerned about. If, if it's just an online form, it doesn't really, you know, get, go, take you anywhere to a real person, you know, do a little more research. Um, use secure and traceable payments like a credit card or PayPal. Don't use gift cards or prepaid cards because you can't get your money back if it is a scam. Um, we already talked about social media. Um, another, a couple other things, if you receive shipping information, that doesn't mean it's real. We found in our research that 54% of those who got shipping information said that it ended up being fake. So that's a way scammers are using that to make it look like it's a legitimate transaction. Um, and then another thing is just if, if you're finding official looking seals, don't necessarily think it can't be a mimic. Um, it, it could be fake. Um, so one thing, so if you see an, a seal for an accredited business, you can double check that at bbv.org to make sure that's legitimate. And then lastly, what I would say is as the holidays approach, just remember to pull down those tips, go through them, um, and just take your time and do your research um, because your risk rises as the holidays approach because more people are online and more scammers are out there as well. Thank you, Melissa. I think those are all great tips. We appreciate you being here today with us. Um, I know that you guys have done so much work on all these reports and we um, greatly appreciate the time that it takes to put into those reports and you sharing them with all of us. Well, it was a pleasure being here. Thank you for the invitation and, and appreciate the time you guys took to have us on today. Thank you. Absolutely, anytime. To read the full online purchase scam report, you can go to bbbmarketplacetrust.org slash online hyphen purchase hyphen scams.
Thank you for joining us for this edition of Talking Trusts with BBB. Some other topics you can look forward to in our upcoming episodes include getting your home ready for winter, recognizing ethical businesses, and ways to prepare yourself for the new year. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Talking Trust with BBB. Remember to visit BBB.org for all your business and consumer needs. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. You can find us by searching BBBEMIUP. See you next time.